I'm driving there and y'all, I'm nervous. And I just kept praying like, God, please go before me, touch every heart that I'm gonna come across and let them just feel your love. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Hey Wesley. I'm Wesley, your girl counselor, mindset coach, and a woman of God here to bring you another episode full of encouragement. So I guess y'all like knowing my business. If you didn't check last week's episode, I ended up sharing an entry uh, from my journal to respond to one of the anonymous letters that I got, and you guys seem to really like that. But that's okay, because today I actually do want to share a story with you guys. But if you do want to send an anonymous letter to receive encouragement, feel free to check out the details of today's episode to do so. Also, be sure to like, subscribe, and all those beautiful things. Last episode, we talked about how to break out of that heaviness season and how we can change our mindsets from victim to victorious. And it was a very, very powerful episode. So if you didn't check that episode out, definitely go back to it. But today, y'all... We are talking about a very important topic, and that is unmasking the faces of pride. And I say unmasking because sometimes we don't even know that pride is in the mix within ourselves or with other people. But there's actually different faces to pride. And today we're going to unmask four faces of pride. Sometimes when we're operating out of pride, very much likely the cousin, the homie of fear is right down the street trying to help you out on staying stuck and being far from the things that you actually want. Pride really takes us away from the intimacy that we want with others. Pride really takes us away from actually getting the things that we want, especially when it's coupled with fear. It's a terrible combination that the enemy loves to put together for us. And today we're coming against that. So I am sharing from a personal, a very personal situation that I experienced actually just this past weekend. So this episode is coming to you guys really fresh. So this weekend, I had experienced a lot. I had my best friend's baby shower um, that I was hosting and help running. I was also being the chauffeur to my family who was going to Mexico for a wedding. Also, um, the church that I am a minister at, we had an event that I was helping to serve at. And then I also, what I really want to talk about is God pushed me to go to one of the services honoring the life of a devastating passing that I did not expect for me to go to. So I was truly at a crossroad between pride and love this weekend, specifically in regards to this event. There was a friend of mine who we were so close, like we were thick as thieves. We were inseparable for years. Started off in undergrad and a little bit after that also. But then we had some form of a misunderstanding where nothing got like nasty, but we ended up growing apart and not speaking basically for years. So I was on Facebook on Wednesday and at the time that I'm recording this episode it is the following Monday. So I was on Facebook and I saw that this former really, really close friend of mine had experienced a very devastating loss in their family. And immediately I was heartbroken because like I said, this isn't a person that I was just associated with. I was really, really close to them and their family and was just praying to God of like, how can I help? What can I do um, just to add some additional love and support their way, knowing that God already has them covered. But I felt the 
drive and compassion to be a part of the love being poured in their in their direction. And so I'm thinking, should I send flowers? Should I, you know, get some money together, send them some money? Should I send a message? Like, God, what should I do? And God put it on my heart to actually go to one of the services celebrating the life that was passed. And immediately I was like, oh, God, we haven't talked in years. It was kind of like a fallout. That's going to be really awkward. That could be distracting. Maybe that might even be disrespectful. Nah, we ain't going to do that, Lord. And I kind of pushed the thought aside, thinking I'll come back and figure out what it is that I was going to do to love on this family. So then the next day, now it's Thursday, I'm going into my devotional. And I kid you not, y'all, I, I can't lie. God talks to me in so many different ways. And one of the ways is when I'm reading the Bible. Typically, right now, I've been reading Psalms and John. And all of a sudden, on this morning, there was a desire in my heart to read Ecclesiastics. And not just Ecclesiastics, but chapter 7, y'all. Very specific. And I know this was the Holy Spirit. And I want to read to you guys exactly what it is that I read Thursday morning. I got my Bible here. For those who are watching on YouTube, you see my proof. So, Ecclesiastics chapter 7, verse 2. It says, It is better to go to a house of mourning than to go to a house of feasting. Now I'm going to jump to verse 3. Grief is better than laughter, for when a face is sad, a heart may be glad. The heart of the wise is in a house of mourning. Y'all, I was preparing to host a baby shower, and God was calling me within the same weekend to go to the service celebrating the life lost. And when I read this, immediately, I actually said out loud, like, wow, <laughs> I had to, like, I was just like, all right, Lord, you better make it real clear to me what it is that you want to do, because, wow, I just kept saying, wow, okay, Lord, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. So now, Friday comes, so it's the next day, and this is the day that I am to meet with the baby shower committee and end up decorating the venue. So, pride was so loud in my head all Friday, y'all. Like, they won't even know if you don't go. You do have a lot going on. It still might be awkward. What if they feel like it's disrespectful? And I was just thinking of all of these different positions of pride, honestly, of just thinking about myself and trying to fight the love that God was wanting me to pour. But I knew I had to go because as y'all heard, that Bible verse was very, very clear. There was no questioning what it was that God was telling me to do. So Friday comes around. It's time to go to the first service of the weekend of celebrating the life of the individual that passed. And so I'm, I'm driving there and y'all, I'm nervous. And I just kept praying like, God, please go before me. Touch every heart that I'm going to come across and let them just feel your love. So I pull up to the church and I'm sitting in the car and I'm still praying. And then finally I got the courage. No, I didn't get the courage. God gave me the courage to get out of the car and walk into the church. And immediately I saw a familiar face, one of the family members that was like, hey, and that already ended up relieving me of some of the anxiety that I was feeling. Then I saw my former really, really close friend. And at that moment, every ounce of anxiety, every fear, everything left me where all it was was true love and compassion that I could just pour out to my friend, her family. And it just felt so liberating to be able to actually genuinely 
put a family before myself, before my uncomfortability, and actually just love on them. So then the friend and I ended up almost going right back to how we were back when we were thick as thieves, cracking jokes and just being goofy, even though the atmosphere didn't match. Y'all know, you know when you have those friends that no matter where you're at, you can laugh, you can crack a joke, you can just, you know, flow. So we ended up going outside and it's raining and we're outside of the church and we're just catching up. And then there's a moment where she looks at me and she said, you know, it was actually on my heart recently to tell you that at the time that we had our fallout, I was going through a lot. And she said, and I really just want to apologize for anything that I would have done to hurt you during that time. And I was able to let her know, like, girl, there's no offense in my heart towards you. Like, it's just love. And I too apologize because I know that I'm imperfect. Like, God has really been working on me and showing me a lot of things in, of my issues as well. So it's just love. And we just sat there and we talked about life. And in that moment, that's when I realized that the mission was bigger than what I even thought. Y'all, you don't know what God is doing in the hearts of other people. You don't know what it is that he's already orchestrating, that all he needs is your obedience and your yes to be able to help you reconcile or be able to help you love or just be able to draw you back to what it is that you low-key actually really want. I wouldn't want to have anything negative towards me and this friend because I love this friend. We had years of being so close, but pride and fear kept us apart for so many years of having certain conversations. And now me and this friend have a FaceTime date that we've scheduled and we're just gonna see where God takes us. But I share this story because I know how it feels to have to try and push through pride and fear and anxiety to be able to humble myself to be obedient to God. And y'all, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. My armpits were definitely sweating. Good thing I had a jean jacket on. It was nice and thick so nobody could see that my armpits were sweating. But I am so thankful that God gave me that assignment. Because not only was I able to actually serve other people by providing them love and support, but I also was then blessed back with healing and reconciliation. Like, ain't God good? So that is why I want to unmask four faces of pride with you guys today so that we can have those close, intimate relationships with the people that we actually desire to, so we can be free from the burdens and shame within our heart, so we can move forward right? So psychology today says that pride is shame driven and makes us too uncomfortable to say, I am sorry, I was wrong, I made a mistake. Also, pride prevents us from acknowledging our human vulnerabilities. When pride rules, we believe we're always right. This makes it difficult to sustain intimate relationships. So the first face of pride that we're going to unmask and talk about is one that's a little bit easier to recognize and is more well-known, and that is the pride of apologies. That is when you're unable to admit that you're wrong. That's when you have to be right. That is making excuses for your behavior. That is not considering someone else's hurt based off of your actions. To debunk pride means we need humility, right? So it takes humility to be able to say, yo, I was wrong. It really takes a certain level of humility and compassion to be able to feel 
what it is that they may feel based off of your actions. Even if you didn't intend to hurt them, if you really sit in it and think of what your actions may have done to somebody, you'll be able to accurately apologize based off of their experience. That is more so aligning with what they're actually feeling and apologizing to that instead of your apology being about what you were meaning to do. Because y'all, y'all know that I don't even feel like an apology where I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. It's like, no, I caused you to feel this way. I'm sorry for that. Like, I'm so sorry for disappointing you. I'm so sorry for hurting your feelings. I'm so sorry for embarrassing you. I'm so sorry. Like, apologize for what it is that they're experiencing. So there's a pride of apology. And to overcome that is recognizing how your actions would have made them feel, even if that wasn't your intention, and apologizing for that. That is how you can humble yourself. Even if your intentions were good, it may not always come off the way that you're trying to deliver it. Now, the second face of pride that we're unmasking is the pride of decision-making. And this is when you make decisions not considering other people. Even if it's for your spouse, if you make a decision for the whole household and you don't even consider them or ask their opinion on it, there's pride in that. There's pride in that without knowing it, right? So this isn't to bash you. This is once again to unmask the hidden pride within your heart if that's something that you're doing. Because what it is, is you feel like your decision has to be right. You're feeling like their input isn't needed. And that is rooted in pride. So today we wanna unmask the pride of decision-making. If you're needing to make a decision that includes other people, actually asking them, what do you think about this? What is it that you want to do? Instead of just making the decision. When making decisions, it takes humility to recognize that your thoughts and your decision aren't superior to others, or that you may not have it all right, or the beautiful importance of another creative mind. You might see something one way. What if they give you a suggestion that's even better? So let's unmask the pride of decision-making and humbly ask people what it is that they desire, what it is that they're thinking, and what it is that they want. And once again, now we're building that intimacy again with whoever it is that we're decision-making with. So that's the second face of pride that we're unmasking. The third face of pride that we're unmasking today is the pride of expectation. The pride of expectation, y'all. This one... Your girl, I'm pointing at myself, y'all, who are listening. This was Wesley. This was Wesley. This was Wesley. This was Wesley. This was something I struggled with so bad, and I didn't know it was rooted in pride. I'm going to tell you what it was that I used to think. So for those who know me personally, know that I am a very giving and loving person. But there was a point where I was more so people-pleasing than moving out of compassion. I didn't know I had a choice back then. So I was just doing all this stuff for people. And then I would be offended when they didn't do it right back to me. Because I had pride thinking, I'm such a great friend. I wouldn't do what it is that they just did to me. I would never do that. It was almost as if I put myself on a pedestal and would judge what people didn't do for me. And that was rooted in pride. That's rooted in pride. If you compare what it is that you do for others and you get upset that they don't do that for you, that is rooted in pride. Pride keeps us 
away from intimate relationships. So now you're feeling resentment towards them. Now you're feeling annoyed, frustrated, or you're demanding things from them that they never said that they were going to do because the pride within you is expecting them to do it because you did it to them, because you would do it for them. And first of all, yes, that's rooted in pride. And second of all, that ain't love, y'all. When we expect something from someone without considering who they really are, that means you're just expecting it based off of you. Pride makes you look towards yourself versus seeing them as who they are and allowing them to be who they are towards you. And if you aren't okay with them being that type of friend or that type of spouse, then maybe you have a decision to make as far as what role they play in your life. And we unmasking that today, y'all. Because your close friends, your close relationships deserve for them to be able to freely love you in the way that they are growing to love you. But if you're demanding stuff out of them, not only will you resent them from not delivering the expectation the way you wanted to, but they also won't feel inclined to do things for you because then it's going to feel like a job. So to, to come against that is to check our expectations, is to make sure that we're doing things knowing that it's a choice. So it starts kind of with us first. If we struggle with people pleasing, any of you amazing people out there who may struggle with people pleasing, I'm talking to you right now because you may not know that you struggle with the pride of expectation. And we're unmasking that now because a lot of your relationships could be suffering because of that pride of expectation, thinking that they have to do something because you did it, or thinking that they're not being a good enough friend or a good enough spouse because of how you treat them. First of all, you have a choice to treat them that way. And if you treat them that way, do it out of love just because you're compassionate and you're wanting to do it. But if you're doing things because you think you have to, that's not love. So now let's talk about the last face of pride that we want to unmask today is the pride in love. I always remember the story that Will Smith shared that he bought Jada a house and she didn't want the house, but this was such a beautiful, extravagant gift. Like how dare she feel unappreciative of it? See, sometimes the pride of love is where we look at ourselves as to how we're treating someone else. So because I'm such a good wife, I'm gonna do this. Because I'm such a good friend, I'm gonna do this. So on the outside, it looks beautiful, the intentions, like he literally bought her this amazing house. Or you planned that birthday and you did all of those things for them. And there's pride in that because at the end of the day, it's still about you. It's still about your title, your role, and trying to basically look good right? And that's pride. Instead, love is selfless and love is considering someone else's needs and beating them to the punch. If somebody doesn't need something or want something and you do it anyways, that's not you loving them. That's really you stroking your own ego and pride. And I know we don't want to hear that. But this is so important that we unmask this version of pride because it's hindering our relationships because love is the glue. Love is what keeps us together. Love is what we are to give and to receive. And if we're selfishly doing things about ourselves, but it's looking like it's for somebody else, then we're missing the mark. And the people who are on the receiving end of that action are not going to feel loved. And now there is that distance in the relationship. 
So guys, to unmask the pride of love is to pay attention to the people that you're loving, pay attention to what it is that they need, understand their personality, and really serve them as them. Not about what you would want or what you think they should desire. Really think of their interests. Really think of what it is that they're doing day in and day out. Pay attention. So that is my encouragement to you in regards to unmasking pride. Unmasking the pride of apology. Unmasking the pride of decision making. Unmasking the pride of expectations. And unmasking the pride of love. All these four faces of pride really keep us farther away from relationships, the ones that we really, really desire. If we couple those elements of pride with fear, it is the recipe for isolation. It is the recipe of loneliness. It is literally the recipe that the enemy loves to stir up. Add a little pride with a little mixture of fear because it takes humility to be able to apologize. It takes humility to ask somebody what their opinion is or what they want. It takes humility to recognize that you're expecting something from somebody that's not really within them. It takes humility to love. And what I found this weekend when I was sweating, (laughs) when I, my heart was racing, when I sat in my car for extra five minutes before going out to see my friend and their family, was that fear can only be combated with compassion and boldness. Compassion and boldness come from God. God literally gives us the spirit of boldness, gives us courage. And I can honestly say that it was God who gave me the courage and boldness to show up for my friend and her family this weekend. That was not Wesley. Wesley is a bit shy. Wesley struggled with confrontation. But God is changing my heart with that. God is really helping me to love with action, not just with words, not just with, you know, sweet thoughts. God is now calling all of us, you as well, to love with actions for showing up, for apologizing. As I've been talking on today's episode, if somebody has been coming to mind, I encourage you to reach out. Well, first pray. Pray, 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 because I had to do a lot of praying this weekend. So pray to God about it first. And then I encourage you to reach out to that person. And I'm telling you, your armpits may be sweaty, your heart may be racing, but God cannot show you what it is that he's trying to do within your relationships if you don't take the step to actually reach out and humble yourself and talk to them. The Bible says, humble thyself. We got to humble ourselves. He's not going to do that for us. What he can do and what he will do is work on our hearts. So he may work on the person's heart that you need to reach out to. But if you don't humble yourself to actually call them, then you'll never see what God was trying to do within your relationship. So I encourage you to pray to God about it and to reach out to that person that you've been thinking about throughout this episode and humble yourself and either apologize. And remember, a good apology and regain our close relationships with other people. Let's break out of the fear, pray to ask God to give us the courage and boldness to have these uncomfortable conversations with people that really bridge the gap of the distance that we've created through the pride that we've been holding on, through the fear that we've been holding on. Because I promise you guys, if you can humble yourself and have those difficult conversations, then you will be able to sustain healthy relationships with people. Because guess what? 
anytime a relationship is broken, it's usually broken based off of some form of trust. And when somebody humbles themselves and apologizes to you and creates this atmosphere of healing and honesty, you are now rebuilding trust. So that is my encouragement to you guys today. If you've had experience kind of like mine, or if you're kind of on the fence trying to figure out how to have this type of conversation, let's talk about it in the comments. Let's unmask pride and talk about our experiences of it so that we can humble ourselves, encourage each other, and regain our healthy, intimate, close relationships. And I believe in you. I know you guys can do it, all right? If I did it all sweaty with my heart beating, you guys can do it too. So that is today's episode. I will see you guys in the comments. If you finish today's episode and you're on YouTube, go ahead and send a cartwheel emoji. That's my favorite emoji. I just want to see who's making it to the end of these episodes. But once again, guys, as I always say, continue loving on you. I'll continue loving on me. And let's be free. See you guys next weekend. Oops. See you guys next week. Bye. For an opportunity to send in an anonymous letter to receive encouragement, please see the details of today's episode. As for now, be encouraged and see you guys next time.